Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you over here. Rev Z here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. And that means it's Friday morning here on the New Thought Media Network. So we're so very, very grateful you're with us. We'll be here for the next half hour or so talking about, well, whatever it is that's in our hearts and our minds and whatever shows up in our news feeds uh, sometime on Sunday morning. And uh, one of the interesting things we ran into. So, Z, um, you know, if you haven't heard yet, there's this new form of digital art called NFTs. Uh, now they're weird. I don't know exactly the all of it, but basically, people are making a lot of money uh, from these digital files that are digital art. Well, I, I love this because um, there's a meme that's been out for a long, long time now. It's called Disaster Girl, and some of you may remember the Disaster Girl meme. This is uh, what it looks like. Now, the the young girl in the photo is now a young woman. And uh, she made that image into an NFT and sold it for a half a million dollars. <laughs> wow. Exactly. Um, so I think I'm going to go look through my old box of photos, see kind of what kind of weird, crazy <laughs> might be in there and uh, see if I could turn it into a digital art piece. Maybe somebody will want to buy it. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, it's, 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 it's so ironic, I guess, uh, that, you know, what, what we as a society has devolved into, I would say, excuse me, in terms of how we uh, enjoy the picturing of the world, where we, where we have taken disaster things. I mean, that's a great photo for a news op about a house that burned down and maybe the cause or whatever. But after that, it should be a historical archive if I'm, if I'm exploring fires or, you know, uh, something along that, but to, but to to sell those for profit at a half a million dollars, I, I would have a question mark. I you know, <laughs> I definitely have a question mark. Uh, now I applaud the young lady because I'm sure she like that image had been turned into a million different memes. Wow, her, her image is all, that image is all over the internet, and, she, and so however that originally got out it's been co-opted and taken advantage of. So I actually like that she's made that she's turning the tables and is going to set herself up for financially because of that image. Right. Um, because, and I know others, I, we have a, a friend, a young woman that, uh, went to teen camp who, uh, who a, a photo of her was stolen and turned into a, a meme, mm. um, and was all over the world 
for quite a while and it's still out there. We can go find it right now. So there is something about, Hey, she's turning the tables right on the right. internet. Right. Um, so I guess, uh, you know, I know what my work is today. I'm going to go figure out how to make an NFT. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go figure out what the heck it is. I have, <laughs> I don't even know what the dang old thing is, but I'm, I'm sure I can get one though. <laughs> <laughs> yes. At that so, price. <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just need to sell one or two pieces of art. You're all good. <laughs> yes. Uh, so. What a concept. I, you know, I, it, it's interesting, you know, the, the whole thing, uh, uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, or art is in the eye of the beholder. Um, you know, it, it raises a question mark of when we start uh, clamoring for uh, morbid, and that's not really morbid, but when we, when we start clamoring for art that is... Uh, uh, I don't know, on the darker side, I'm moving toward the darker side. Uh, you know, I, 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 it gives an indication of where we're headed or where we are and, and how do we, how do we move back to another side? Right. <clears throat> and there is definitely, well, you and I say it in different ways all the time, right? Is what we're doing contributing to life? Is it is it move right? Life is prime. Is it moving life forward? Is it detracting and holding back from life? Yes. yes. Um, and speaking of holding and holding back and detracting from life, let's talk about Joe Rogan for a minute, <laughs> <laughs> folks. If you don't know Joe Rogan, um, I didn't know really why he was so famous until we started looking at him this morning but uh but he made some went out and made some comments that he's now retracting and sort of backpedaling on about young people and the coronavirus and the vaccine and and basically that you don't shouldn't go get the vaccine if you're young uh folks we have no clue what this thing's doing in the world get vaccinated please yeah. Uh, and if you're a new thoughter who thinks that you don't have to get vaccine, you don't have to get a vaccine because that goes against our beliefs. I saw this yesterday. Oh, no. <laughs> that people saying it goes against the new thought belief to get a vaccine because our faith is in God. So by getting vaccinated, I am proving that I do not believe the new thought principles that we teach. I... It, that yeah, is exactly. Yes, that is that is ludicrous and ridiculous and just downright idiotic. Ducklicklets, yeah. <laughs> Can I say dickless on the air? Yeah. Oh um, yeah. It's uh and Mr. Rogan, I will give him his credit. He is uh he is retracting the statements. He is coming and saying, "Hey, wait a minute, you know." I need to reevaluate the so on and so forth. Uh, and, you know, folks, we were joking before the show. We're going to file this one under if you're not a doctor, please keep your mouth shut. Yeah. That's where this one goes. It, yeah. it's, it, I you get know, it. We've, we've gotten to the point, even, even in news, where people are. We know we still got the. We want this shock factor. We want this approach to where we can create um, create some space where it's just like, uh, how can I get the most attention? Say the most outrageous thing within the limits 
so that people can say yes to it. And it's like, or, or get excited about it or, or run it past, I don't know what. But it's it's like everything has become entertainment, whether it's news or whether it's entertainment or whether it's information, it's all based on an entertainment value. And I think we sometimes get lost yeah. in, 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 in the rhetoric and, and, the, and the shock and all of it. And we miss the important messages. I don't know. It, it, yeah. it, it's shocking. I think a lot of people get lost in the, and <clears throat> it is tough because everybody's trying to shout a little loud, a little bit louder than the guy next to him. And, and yeah, come on, you know, he he did his job. He's got us talking about him on a Friday morning, right? And a lot of a lot of news outlets and a lot of media outlets and a lot of talking about this guy th this week. And yeah. So, but is that and is that really what we want it to be about? Is that how? Right. I again did did that. Does that bring anything meaningful to the conversation by? Well, playing quote the devil's advocate, if you will. Yeah, and 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 you know, I think I think you know, I understand that there are people out there who do not appreciate uh, the virus. I mean, the vaccine rather. Um, and you know, they want to state the case why you, as you said, point counterpoint why you should or should not get it. And yeah. I think, as you said, you know, let the science speak for itself. Everybody has an individual choice. Do your own homework. If you know someone that you trust, you can consult with them, but make don't let some personality on a podcast, me included, or or yes. anyone try to tell you how to take care of your body and make your individual decisions. And as we know, right. there are choices and consequences. So we can't get away from them. I don't care how we got to the answer of doing whatever it is we did. So that, that that's my thing. Right. And, you know, and I respect that in, in a huge way, Z, and I honor that because as a black man in America, uh, you got all the right in the world to question the veracity of vaccination campaigns by the U.S. government. Yep. Um, people of color and various colors have long been, um, have long been well, outright tested upon. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I saw a report yesterday and it was one of those ones that I guess somewhere I'd probably heard this already, but it never truly sank in that the, the medical establishment operated under a belief system that people of color don't feel pain. <laughs> and it stopped. I was like, nah, wait a minute. And I had to rewind the video I was watching. And it, this is why I love YouTube. You could rewind and check yourself. And did I just hear what I thought I heard? Because it was like, we couldn't have been that stupid, but we were. You know, and, 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 it's, and, it's, and it's just so bad that a whole society, not just individual people, but a whole society came up with these kind of uh, ludicrous ideas that blacks are not really human. So are they only three fifths of a human? So we can do things to them that, that would cross a moral, ethical, medical, all kinds of bounds. And it's not bad because they're not fully human. I mean, right. it's, it's, 
you know, and 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 although some people are saying now, well, we that's not that was then, this is now, yada yada yada. I get that potentially, but those things are ingrained into the system now. The names have changed. Look at all right. the different names, black African Americans, uh, some of the better ones, and then you go to some of the more derogative ones, you know, colored, not Negro, and so forth and so on. Right. All of these different reframings of a thing does not change the thing itself because you give it a different label. Right. Yes. <laughs> Just like God. Exactly. It's, it's still God, no matter what name or label you want to put on it. And, uh, so, okay. So let's get into our main story for the day, because this is the one that I think is, is kind of the heartbreaking piece of the day. Um, you asked me you, this morning, you said, like, we're going to have to cover what the problem that's going on in India. And, and I'll admit, folks, I wasn't paying enough attention and I didn't know what's and I until this morning, what's going on in India. Um, and they are experiencing another wave of the coronavirus uh, that is decimating, decimating, just decimating the population. Yeah, the, they, 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 I think they said there's something like on average 330,000 cases a day. Yeah. I saw one that said 3,500 deaths a day from the virus in India right now. Um, so number one, you know, we're lifting up prayers, we're lifting up consciousness. Um, and... <clears throat> This is, this is something that, you know, it, it's interesting. So there, there's like this mixture of th this intersection going on over there um, because the culture is so uh, focused on the human body at its death and the funeral pyres, they're burning bodies at a, 10 times the rate of normal per day. They're running out of wood. There's a, there's, they're concerned on how long their wood supply will last right. to, to continue to, to take to take care of these bodies. Um, if the call centers are working a little slow this week, folks, give everybody a little bit of extra compassion. Yeah. Um, if you if you got to be on the phone with somebody, and because we know that americans american business specifically has taken advantage of the indian workers for quite a while now uh i would hope that some of these companies are doing things to help the populate to help the people yeah. um yeah i because I, I i saw something that said that that relatively every house has a case wow I mean, it's like like there's like the like no safe space, right? Because they're already heavily populated, right? So right. so you know, and 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 that culture is a is an intermingling, you know, uh, communal based culture. So people, are, if 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 people have gotten some kind of notion that we're through the worst of it, uh, because at one time they had a very low case, uh, yeah, count, yeah. Their, their first wave, their early waves, they did, it seemed very, very well. Yeah. Um, and they've run out of vaccines. And oxygen. And oxygen. 
Um, <laughs> bottled oxygen. That's yeah. Another tough one. Um, so, you know, folks, again, this is sort of our, if you're not a doctor, please stay in your own lane. Yeah. And we're not doctors. We, from the very beginning of this, and we've been doing this show just over a year now. We've been here pretty religiously every Friday morning and we're, we've been following the ups and the downs of how this thing has been going. And, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful while as contemptuous as vaccination is here in the United States, I'm very grateful that we're leading the world uh, in vaccination rate and getting our people and getting people in this country to get vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccination. I had my second shot last week. I'm good. Hey, hey. Um, and if there's a third, if they say, go get a booster in six months or a year. Yeah. I'll get in line too. It's worth well, it. And you know, you know, you know, and, and one thing I've, I've noticed, uh, I know, I know I got an email from my son's school from his college and, and a lot of colleges are, are making the same statement that come the fall for you to come to campus and participate in on-campus learning, you need to be fully vaccinated. Yes. Yes. Um, Burning Man was having that conversation and, you know, right. The ultimate in free flowing, whatever goes, anything's and they were, there was, there were serious conversations going on within that organization as to whether they needed to require a full vaccination this year or not. And then two days later, they canceled Burning Man for 2021. Wow. Which means, right. Which means the, <clears throat> the overall safe thing to do is require it. And their overall ethos said, we can't do that. So they canceled and which is the responsible thing to do. Yeah. Like kudos to Burning Man. I, I've never been. It's I understand that if you've been and uh, you know what it is and um, and it must be tough to cancel an event of 70,000 people. I and mean, it's just a 70,000 person wow. event. It's not a small gig. Um, and to cancel a gig of that size for a second year running is not easy, no. uh, not and not preferred. And but we've got to continue to hear. And here's my point in this: we as a people on this planet, because we are a planetary people, we are a one global family. You can get on a jet and be anywhere within a day. We have to be equal. We have to stay diligent yeah. about this thing. Yeah. Keep washing your hands. <laughs> it's, I'll tell you, it's amazing. A year ago, I can remember I walked into a public restroom one right in the early, earliest stages of this. And I was like, yep, it's 10 o'clock in the morning and the trash can is overflowing with paper towels. Yeah. Because and, and all the, and what that tells me is that we don't wash our hands. <laughs> but oh, I'm scared, so I'm going to wash my hands. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wash your and, hands. And you know, you know, the other thing too is I think, uh, hopefully, the 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 gains of uh, awareness and and hygiene and healthy eating and and all of these things that that have been highlighted during this uh, pandemic. 
I'm hoping that some of it, if not most of it, has become ingrained into a large enough body of people that we begin to take these habits and, and ideas and push them forward to always be as hygiene to always eat as healthy, to always try to balance and get some, some exercise because we are one planet. And, and that's how these things, that's how these uh, viruses and stuff spread because we can't isolate forever. We know that we just seen what the results of that is and we weren't fully, fully isolated. Right. Right. People were still getting out saying that they don't, they don't, think this is a virus and it's not true and it's hoax and and so we you know the the thing of a global inter, interrelated and interconnected system means that everybody has to have love for everyone and everything because it can take one small unseen thing yeah. to disrupt everything the entire planet Yep, to disrupt everything. everything. I'm with you. Um, I, I really do trust that people, uh, that we continue the good habits we've developed, that we continue to look at the changes, that we continue to look at how, how to change our society. Um, and, you know, that brings us to the final piece we, unfortunately, and begrudge have to cover today. Um there's one of those, oh, joy, you know, oh my gosh, here it is again. Um, and somehow, there it is. Um, we want to send our our love and our prayers and our highest wishes to the family of Marvin David Scott III. Um, this was Texas, right, Z, I believe? Yeah, Texas. Uh, North of Dallas. Marvin died while in police custody uh, earlier this month. And the local coroner has ruled it a homicide. Yeah. Uh, now, this is breaking news. This is coming out this morning. Um, the stories that we're seeing, at least, are so you may hear more about this today. Uh, Marvin David Scott III, we don't know exactly all the details. There are some details. He was in, um, and it sounds like this happened inside the station. So he was already. Uh, we don't know. I, and well, we do. What was the crime, Z? Uh, he got arrested for, I think, less than two ounces of marijuana. Less than two ounces of marijuana. <laughs> Which in Colorado is called Tuesday. Right. Um, <laughs> and, and a lot of other states. That's yeah, called, yeah. That's just called going home from work. Um, so obviously, the, we'll probably be hearing more about this. But um. You know, Z, this is one of those ones that pushes my buttons and heard that. And I just went, you know, I, I'm done with the defund the police. I'm done with refund the police. I want people, I want somebody to start policing the police. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And, and not and, the and, police. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> I we don't have time to get deep, deep into it. But I saw a program last night on PBS on the independent lens called Code, as in program code bias, that looks at AI programs that are being created and used for everything in terms of who's who's a criminal, who's not, who's worthy of a job, who's not, who's worthy of a mortgage, who's not. And there is no it's strictly mathematical. Right. 
there's this young lady out of Harvard, uh, black black lady named Joy. I forget her last name. Who's who's kind of featured in this thing? Uh, and they got mathematicians and data scientists and all over the world. They they showed a piece in London, and it's beginning to get, you know, I, I in London I think they said they had something like a million plus, and I could be way off cameras. I thought they said six million, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna scale it back and say a million plus <coughs> that are taking picture people and doing face recognition and then doing whatever with those pictures. I mean, London is one of the most heavily video camera cities in the, in the world. My understanding, like you, you don't, you can't go anywhere without wow. being on multiple cameras in pretty much the entire city. Um, and they've got you covered. So, yeah. So they're taking your fa facial recognition. Now, are these officials or are these nefarious characters? No, taking no, no. It, it's it's officials. It's the government. Okay. It's the government. And uh, you know, uh, you know, people are concerned because they're not quite sure what they're doing with them, but they know they're being fed in the AIs, and yeah. um, they're like. What are you doing with this? What kind of profile, you know, profile are you making of me? And and it speaks to a lot of the stuff on uh, social media, uh, where those pictures are there. They they you know it's it's a program worth watching. So independent lens called Code Bias, uh, just to get a get a feel um, of how we have to begin to operate and be aware of the new environment that we're living in. Yeah. It's um <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna hit this one real quick. I get the whole predictive marketing thing, right? So I, I'm I'm looking to buy an item, and the algorithms recognize that, so they start showing me ads. So if they're that smart, how come they can't tell that I bought one of these items <laughs> last week? And stop. And I'm just waiting for it to be delivered and stop. Exactly. <laughs> my oldest looked at me. I, I shared this at the dinner table. My oldest looked at me and said, dude, that's easy. They're hoping that you're not going to like the first one. <laughs> They're betting that you bought that you bought crap from their competitor the first time around. And they're going to stay in front of you for what they think is just long enough for that thing to break. So when that thing breaks, your first thought will be them. And I'm like, oh, God, you're right. Yeah. You know, I I, I looked at, I, I, I haven't read this book. I, I stumbled on it this morning. I'm going to go and read it. It's by uh, Miguel Rez. Uh, he has a book called The Fifth Agreement. Yes. And in that book, they talk about, uh, he talks about symbology and 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 cultural learning and and making agreements on what we consider to be true or not from what i could see, glean from the summary and you know the little part i read said we have all somehow bought into this system on the symbology and the meaning and everything and he says what needs to happen or what i gleaned is we need to read we need to reframe that we need to come up with a new cultural model we need to come up with new symbology so that we can move this thing beyond the haves and the have-nots and, and this separation ideology and create something based on 
a oneness and a unity ideology. Because right now that old program system is just running rampant and causing complete havoc where we can sell a disaster picture for half a million dollars. Right. Do you want do you want the uh do you want the spoiler alert? Do you want to know what the fifth agreement is? Uh-oh, bring it on. <laughs> You're gonna love this. <clears throat> Be skeptical, but learn how to listen. Ooh. So it's a two-parter. I, I could I have the book on the shelf, but I remember it was like, oh, the fifth agreement. Yeah. And, and you get it, and it's like, oh, but I gotta listen. Wait. Yeah. And yeah. That's one of those things a lot of people don't like doing. <laughs> hard one, hard one. Everybody want to make their point, <laughs> right? And I forget where I saw this one. It was, um, right. Our work, our work is is to listen in order to comprehend and to comprehend the emotion, mm. not to form a response, right? And and unfortunately, even those people that say, "Oh no, I'm a real good listener," yeah, uh, yeah but you were listening to me. You were forming that response. Yeah, something in your head went, "Oh, I know how to answer this. I'll just mm -hmm. tell them I'm a really good listener." And then mm -hmm. you checked out until I was done talking, and then you told me you were a really good listener. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's and that's you know, we all can take a dose of that medicine and say, okay. You know, there, there's the whole thing about, all right, before you say anything, you know, count to five or take two deep breaths or or whatever you need, if you were listening at all, to get centered on the information that was just given to you so that you can have an appropriate response, wherever that fits in the spectrum. Because uh, sometimes the best response is no response, right? It may just be an affirmation, I understand, or yes, or maybe it's, can you explain that a little bit more? I didn't quite get all of it. Uh, and, and not be so quick to try to, you know, show off my escalades, if you will. Uh, right. Like, really? Yeah. I just had this uh, this uh, image of Christian De Quincey and, and, right? <laughs> and Pierre Grimes trying to have a conversation. Yeah. It's an inside joke, folks, but there, there are a couple of modern day philosophers who have very opposing perspectives on consciousness and life and not opposing, just very different ways of approaching Contra. it. Yeah. Contra. And, uh, and we study both of them in ministerial school. Uh, so there will always be, there are always going to be skeptics. And there's and being skeptical is good, yeah. But we have to be listen. But we have to listen enough and be willing enough to allow our minds to to change. Ergo, ergo, the the statement from Ernest, our our, our founder, stay open at the top. Yeah, right? stay open because you 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 will find some new information that will uh, supersede what you already have, and you're going to have to incorporate it some kind of way. All right, folks, that's our call for the weekend. Stay open at the top. Uh, share us in prayers and uh, and be part of what we're doing here on the New Thought Media Network. We're going to take off for now. Uh, 
busy day here around the network. Rev Melissa is coming up. Uh, morning prayers are at 8.15. And then Rev Melissa at 8.30 with the morning sip. I'll be back at 9.30 with the Peace Circle. Uh, the I'm sorry, Heart of Peace Meditation. Peace Circles on Mondays. This is the Heart of Peace Meditation. Uh, and Pastor Michael Mangus will be with us for the Fireside Chat later this evening. So, And, and remember also tomorrow, Labyrinth Day. Yes, and tomorrow is World Labyrinth Day, May 1st, World Labyrinth Day. Get out and walk a, la a labyrinth somewhere tomorrow. Uh, I'm going up to Bailey and going to walk uh, Reverend Kathy's labyrinth up in Bailey, up in the mountains, and uh, I believe it's going to be simulcast on a on a video uh, program of some sort. So it uh, should be a lot of fun. Should be fun. We're out of here, folks. We love you. We'll look forward to seeing you again real soon here on New Thought Media Network and here with Z and I on Ministers Talking Shit. Until next time, peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Have a great weekend.